So we're doing the Vad now, we covered the island from Karnataka. Also, we're going to do a Lila Nishmas, my brother, Moshe Ben Pesel. His Yotzad is tomorrow. So we do the Vad now, the Schusser the Torah, and the Shomer Shehav and Aliyah. We'll try to go over a little bit, the Oifen Kloli, the Avoid of Yom Kippurim, and each person will take how to apply it in a practical way, in a Pratiyastik Oifen. Avoidus Hatshuva, Avoidus Yom Kippurim is Beficho, Bovavcha. No one can tell you exactly. This is totally in the person himself. But you can get the Klolem of what the Yontib is about and what we're supposed to be doing. We start off with a Goyen, an unbelievable Goyen in, in uh, Megillus Esther. The Goyen says that the Kapora of Yom Kippurim is contingent upon the following 12 months that are going to pass afterwards. Very similar to what we said over from Yerucham the other day. Yerucham says that the Kaporas Yom HaKippurim and the Tahara of Yom HaKippurim is on credit. Because we're not really doing much. We're only beginning a process. And it's on credit. But the, the definition of credit means that you have to pay. That means you're starting something that's going to go over the 12 months. But the Goyen says... That the avoid of the 12 months, how do you mamshech the avoid of Yom Kippur? So he says the first six months, the person has to work on what we call precious or tara, to stay away from uh, gashmias, materialism, stuff like that. And the second six months is when a person starts to work on mitzvah's essay or mitzvah's loyseh. Now we have to try to understand what the going is saying. Why is the first six months we're working on uprooting our attachment to materialism and to Gashmias? And then the second six months we start beginning putting emphasis on the Avoidah of Torah Mitzvahs. What's the going mean? So we need to try to understand really something that's brought down in many Svarim, each one according to the Nusach that they use, but the point is always the same. That Yom Kippur and Purim are connected to each other. You know, based on Chazal, that Purim is Kippurim. That means that Yom Kippur comes first, it begins, and we build on top of Yom Kippur, we build Purim. But they're connected to each other, but it's a building. You're starting with Yom Kippur, and then you go to the higher Madrega called Purim. What's the difference between Yom Kippur and Purim? What's the levels of growth? So Purim is connected, uh, Yom Kippur is connected to Madrega, what we call Tahara. Hashem Purim is a Madrega called Kedusha. When you look in the Ramchal and the Seal Sisharim, it's a Madrega for Precious, from Tara, and then you go up to the Madrega called Kedusha. So the difference between the two of them, which we're going to try to masbe today a little bit clearer, but in the basic for a second, in the cheshven, is that tahara is that a person has to first be able to break away from the tendencies of his body. I'm just saying the, the tzuas hashmaitzah will go over. The tendencies of the body before he's able to live a life of kedusha. Kedusha means... That you're living a life for an elevated purpose. It means you're using your body. You're eating. You're getting married. You're going to work. You're using your body. But you're using your body for a higher purpose. 
But you can't just start using your body for a higher purpose. Because the minute you go to sit down to eat, if you didn't go through the process of precious and tahara, the minute you touch or come access or see the food, then your body is going to take over. Then you're going to turn into an animal. You're not going to be even a benodo. So we have to first go through a process called tahara. We go through a process of tahara. Then we can come to the madrig of kedusha. Kedusha can eat. In the world of Kedusha, you eat. In the world of Kedusha, a person is oisik in Gashmias. But he's oisik in Gashmias for a higher purpose. I'm going to explain all these things, but they have to be explained clear. But in the Cheshbon Advarim, what happens is, Yom Kippur comes first. Yom Kippur is Tyra. And that's why in Yom Kippur, we have to have Inuyim, and we don't have Shaykhs to the body. We put the body away. We put the body to sleep, so to speak. We become like Malachim. That's why the Ashkenazim, you wear kittel. Most of us don't. But it's not a minute to at least. So the Ashkenazim wear kittel. What's the kittel? The kittel has two functions, but they're really the same function. One side of the kittel is that you're like a Malach. The other side of the kittel is that you maske yom hamisa. You know, that's the tachrichim. But the point is the same because in the state of Misa, the Neshama is free of the body. And a Malach is free from the body. So it's not Yaskir the Yom Misa in the Pachar of Misa per se. It's in the Matzah of Misa. The Matzah of Misa where the Neshama is free from the Guf. The Svarim talk about the Indian of going into the Mikveh before Yom HaKippurim. At the point that the Mikveh is a human being can only live in the materialistic world on dry land. That's his chivs. That's his mokum that he gets chivs. When he immerses in the mikvah, the mikvah you can't pass him live there. For a few more than a few seconds, you can't live over there. So you're being menatek yourself from the chivs that you had before, which I'm explaining all these terms called chivs and everything. I explain everything. Don't worry. Stay calm. I get you everything clear. But first, we have to give you the two sashmites. You menatek yourself from the chivs. The Gashmi is the materialistic chiyus that was connected to the body in the materialistic world. And now you're ready to begin a new chiyus. A chiyus that comes from Ruchnias. So that's the, what's happening. That's the Tahara of Yom Kippurim, Which leads you ultimately, eventually, to what we call Kedusha. Kedusha is connected with Torah Mitzvahs. Because Torah Mitzvahs is the way to live the elevated life. That's what Torah Mitzvah is. Torah Mitzvah is very connected to the Guf HaOdom. But it's training a person in the behaviors of living a life that's above. Not the materialistic, egoistic, self-centered, pleasure-seeking world, but you're using your body for higher purposes, which we'll explain better. But that's connected with Torah Mitzvah. Now, you can't just jump into the world of Kedushin, of Torah Mitzvahs. Because if you're going to try that, it's going to be just an external behavior. It's not going to be really what it is. We know in Chazal it says that Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to bring the Torah to the world, and the Malachim, they were protesting. So Moshe Rabbeinu said, do you have any kinah, do you have Yetzirah, do you have Taiva? Meaning, 
the point of Teru Mitzvah is to elevate a person, the body of the person, to live a different way. That in this way, in this world, you don't have kinna. In this world, you don't have the taiva. It's a different world. It's the world of Torah Mitzvah, that if I live in this world, which I'll explain a little bit better, in this world is Meshul from, from Kina. This is the world of uh, the cloud Godel, but Torah is It's a different world. In the world of Gashmias, before the Torah comes to the person, is a world that's filled with Kina, Sinna, Taiva, Redifas HaKovid, and all these type of things. Because that's what the materialistic body yearns for. It's nimshach afterwards. That's where the body gets chius, vitality, feeling alive, feeling simcha, excitement. It gets that from the attachment to gashmias, to materialism. So now you want to transform from a person who was living in the world of complete materialism. And we want to transform to a person who lives an elevated life. Now when I say elevated life, I mean that we're going to live above nature. Lamala Madarakhatava. Kedusha is Lamala Madarakhatava. Where a person could rise above his tendencies. And he doesn't only act according to his nature. You have people that are critical people by nature. They see always the problems. That's the way they're attracted to that. If they want to go make a living, they usually look to become a prosecutor or something. Because they, that's what they do. Then you have people that are very, very positive people. So they see always the good. And they might stick a person. By nature. If they want to do something for a living, they probably become a defense attorney. Right? They do what they do best. The problem is, if you go with your nature, so then sometimes the guy who's matzik can be matzik or shoyim. And the person who's critical can find criticism in a tzaddik, and then you got a bad guy. So what you have to do is, when you're living, according to Torah, that means the, all the midas of the human being is in your hands, to do something with it. Amol, the Torah says, to be Rahman. Amol, the Torah says, to be an achso. Amol, the Torah says, like this, and it says like that. You have to dan the kav zechos a Yerushalayim, and you have to dan the kav choiva a person who's a Russia. Whatever you have to know the proteidinim. That means we have to go above what is our nature, above it. That's the yisoid. The yisoid of tikkun amidus is above. A person has inside of him a tzelam elikim. Tzelam elikim means he has elikus in himself. He has godliness in the person. If a person lives his life. And he's a nice guy, and he's a good guy, and he does mitzvahs or whatever it is, but he's only working in his nature, then he never seen a Tzalem come out. Tzalem means he did a Maisa Chesed, which normal human beings wouldn't do. So what do you see there? Where do you have the Koyach to do that? The Koyach was Eloi Kus that came out from him. That's Kedusha. Kedusha means I could bring my body to do things that are above nature. This is something a person has to think about because Avoidus Hashem only begins over there. It begins where you have to go above. If you're working from within, you're not doing Avoidah. Avoidah means you have to be going above. So, but that's a life of Kedusha. The Torah gives us a, 
a certain outlook on how we have to view people and our responsibilities towards other Jewish people. That's not a natural approach. And the highest level of Kedusha is that you have to get chius from Kedusha. A person was built in a certain way. You have to know this is a reality. A human being was built in a way that he needs to have tainug. He needs to have pleasure. He needs to have simcha. He has to have sipuk. He has to have a hergish. That's the way the human was built. So when we go, when a person goes into the madrig of Kedusha, means he has to get chius from learning. Not chius from the fact that the Olam calls him a lamdin. That's called, that's chius from Tumor. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about chius from Kedusha. That means no one's in the room, you know? Just you. And you're learning the Gemara, and you get chius from davening. Chius from Emunah. Chius from Kedusha. You have to get chius. It says, not a mitzvah, to do the right thing. That we already had the essays and the lois essays. What's made ubachar to bachayim? This chayim and this mavis. This is chayim means ubachar to means the lifestyle of kedusha has to give you chius. That's the, what that's what kedusha is. The lifestyle of kedusha has to give you chius. Vitality, it's called in English. I know Karnatar is not so good with that, but it's called vitality in English. It has to give you. The chius, that's what Kedusha has to give you. The world of materialism today gives us the chius. But a person has to see it and daher it, that this is misa. Misa means that one who, who follows and tries to grab chius in a place where he's not supposed to get chius, which we'll elaborate a little bit more on, ultimately it will come to suffer from it. It's Misa at the end. Hakino va'ataiva va'akovid moitziyin esa odom in Oilam. It's not going to do anything for him at the end. So again, but a person can't just go into the world of Kedusha. The world of Kedusha is far from him. So first he has to go through a process called uh, Tahir. And I have to explain a little bit. Because we said, where does a person actually get Kedusha from? By learning Torah the right way, transforms the human being, Torah may be day. it transforms the human being, together with the Maisen, he becomes this elevated person. But what does it say about Torah? There's a priesthood. You can't connect with Torah unless you're Memes Atzmoy Olev. You have to be Memes Atzmoy, that's a precious, that's already a breaking away that's a process of time. <laughs> means in order for me to immerse in it, I have to go into a new world. I have to leave one world, and I have to go to another world. That's called Tyra Kedusha. Same thing. Because I have to leave one world. I can't be a guy who's driving my who knows what, living in my who knows what, running after my who knows what. I don't want to go into the Pratim over embarrass anybody in the community here. Right? And then say, I'm going to also learn Gemara. Again, there's levels, don't get me wrong. But I'm just saying, but the point, the real, real point is, no, I have to leave that world and get chius from this world. That's the idea. So what, what, what Yemakipurim is doing is tahara. So that's what the Goyen is saying. The Goyen is saying, you're starting on Yom Kippur, the process of Tyra, six months. Six months later is Purim. You go six months 
in the process and the avoid from precious and tyro, and then you go into mitzvahs essay loisasei, into maisim toyvah. That's when you're going from Purim on. That's Kedusha. So he sets up an avoider of, of Yermaki Purim, how it's Nimshach, from the Tyrant to the Kedusha. That's how it goes. So really, when you go back to it for a second, we have to understand that Yom Kippur is Tyrant. And this is a very deep and definition to everything that we're doing on Yom Kippur. Besides for the Inuyim and besides for all that, the avoider is Havidu. We have to try to daher this is a very deep point. It's a very deep point. Mesil Sasharim explains that the way tshuva works, the harata of the tshuva works, is in place of the pleasure that you had from the sin, that's when you replace it with tsar, pain. The place, you go back retroactively to the thing you did, and the thing you did causes you pain. It used to cause you pleasure. Now it causes you pain, and that's how it works. What's, what is he saying over there? So the point that the Messiah Shalom is trying to explain to us what charote is, charote is something changed in your way of thinking. Something changed in your way of thinking. If I got hano from the chet, that means I had a certain attachment to it. The attachment to it the goofniestic attachment to it gave me the chiyus. Today, when I have a change of perspective, and I realize that I took chiyus in a makum, that they, I'm not allowed to take that chiyus, and I'm not allowed to take that pleasure. So now, I understand the damage, what it did to me, and there's going to be a real pain that has to come in the world, to any, any hano you steal from this world for yourself, you have to pay back with pain. That's Gehenna. So the person realizes how he switched his whole life, and he destroyed his life, and he, he, he brought something into himself which is poison, so he has his magish, that tsar, the mice is no longer hano, it doesn't give him hano anymore. Now the mice gives him tsar. So then he doesn't have to have Gehenna. He has the tsar. The tsar means he's disassociated with that maisa and he doesn't live in the world of that maisa. That maisa doesn't give him chiyus anymore. Okay, this is a high level. We'll get to the small level soon. But just to understand what's going on, you have to get this clear. There is, we live in a world that the guf, the guf is toifus makom. The guf is a rishus mefayatzmai. The guf is the thing that blocks us from having a munachushis. The goof in the materialistic world, and the more a person is chitsoini, the more a person is baltaiva, even if he's not doing averis, but the more a person is superficial and chitsoini is thing, and giving more chashivas to the external, physical, materialistic world and himself, and the more money and, and, and gashmias becomes a thing by him, the greater barrier he creates to a world of Kedusha. All the Averis come from that. So when a person goes through the Vidui, he's supposed to see from the behaviors, there's a thousand behaviors there. A thousand behaviors from where they come from. There's behaviors that came from Taivas Achila. There was behaviors that came from Taivas Noshim. There's behaviors that came from uh, all kinds of things. Kinder, Sinner, all that. Where do all these behaviors come from? 
the fact that the person had no interest in davening or learning. Every behavior. I mean, you go through that thing, there's, there's, there's a, especially if you say the video agodl, or if you think into the, the column of the regular video in the alchet, you'll see that you, as a human being, live in a different world. You live in the world of both. You don't live in the world of neshama. And that your body is only a vehicle. You're not in the world of Kedusha. So that's the behavior shows you where you live. And yes, you push yourself to the Torah mitzvahs, but that's more a behavior. That's not where you're getting chiyus from. Right? So what's the point of that? The point of that is for a person to try on Yom Kippur, he wants to change his she'ifa. He's not a big person to now be in 100% tsar over all this. That's a big guy to do that. But it will change his perspective. He's able to change the perspective right now because right now he has the Kedusha from Yom Kippur. He's not eating. He has all the Segula Sayyoyim. So he's able to have a Sheifa to live a life of Kedusha. He has such a Sheifa to live that way. And he sees that he doesn't want to live the way he's living. And it's difficult. He lives in a hard world. There's a lot of Nisyonis. There's a lot of Hashpah. But, but he, he sees it from a very clear point of view. And he now wants to work on going the way of Kedusha. So it's about changing your world. It's not so much about the behavior. You have to see how in your world it creates a Chisorin and Emunah In your world it creates all these taivas that we have. In that world. And that's where all the behaviors came from. The behaviors are just Megalon that the shroshim and the roots are coming out in all these different behaviors. So there's a big problem there. Because we used to live in Olam Adimim. Mamish and Olam Adimim. We thought that we were davening. Like I tell the Olam all the time. People think that davening begins right before Oysa Shalom between the Hebrew Rots and Emre Kan Matchil Tefillah. You understand? But the whole thing until there... No shaykhs. That's even if you come. Now I begin davening. And then the person has kindness. I davened a hundred times. I didn't get answered. You came in and you said, I want stuff, you know. You didn't make tefillah. You follow? So we have to work to see that we are far. And we want to now change that. You want to start to develop a relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's a change of view. That's really what we're doing in Yom Kippur. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not asking for perfection. He's only asking us to tap onto the point and try to make that change. And this is really, you should know, the deep Yisoyed in Kabbalah, how they work, how you make a Kabbalah. You see, I'm going to explain it in my terms, but I once heard years back, from Rapam, he said something, a very simplistic way of saying it, but I want to bring it in the oimic of the way we're saying it. So he says, when a person wants to make Kabbalah, mm-hmm. he should work on things that are already easy for him. That means, he could daven, so daven better. He has a geshmak and learning to some degree, he can make it stronger. Instead of going more in the 
Sormira, or maybe even in the Sormira, if he has like a certain affinity with something, he wants to make it a little stronger, that's where you should make the Kabbalah. So I just want to explain the Oymik of what he's trying to say, the way I'm hearing it, okay? You see, what we always say all the time is, we always whoever comes to the house a lot and, and familiar, we, we always talk about the Chazal that says that a person could only grow if he's a clean mole. If he's a clean rake, he can't grow. That means in the place that you're empty, you can't make growth. In the place that you have a shaykh is to, kli mole, maybe your kli is this big, but it's mole, where you have shaykh is to, that's where you could grow further. But what's the lumdas to it? The lumdas to it is because over here, you have a shaykh is to the world of Kedusha. You have a shaykh is. So since the point is changing from one world to the other world, so at least in the place where you have shaykhist to Kedusha, you go further with it, and then you'll be able to feel the paris of it and go further with it. That's where you're supposed to make the Kabbalah. The Kabbalah is not supposed to be where you're an absolute failure. Because again, here's the argument. The point is, it's not the behaviors per se. It's transforming yourself from one world to the other. So you could use different ways to transform from one world to the other. It doesn't have to be if you're behavior focused. So then you say, one second, I have this on my checklist. I have to take this off my checklist. So what's going to help me if I'm going to dab in a bissel besser? How's it going to take that off my checklist? Okay? So the answer is, because we're not looking at the checklist. We look at the transformation of the human being how he sees life, how he wants to approach life, how he wants to get chiyus from life. So if that's the point, there's other ways to enter. Not everybody enters the exact same way. You have to find a place where you enter. You enter from your klimole, that's where you enter. You don't enter from your klichosim. You understand? That's a very deep thing. Because people say, ah, I have a problem. I have a shmir senayim, I can't watch my eyes. So, they want to change. And then you tell them, you don't even have to think about Shemir Sinai. You have to think about becoming a Kodesh. How could you enter to that world? In the world of Kedusha, you'll have control over your eyes. In the world that you live in, you are absolute 100% Behemoth. Behemoth doesn't matter to Shemir Sinai. Behemoths are Behemoths. That means, if you're living in the world of your guf, and the tendencies of your body, and your body is living in oil dimin. It's bechalal doesn't have a rebbeinu shalom in that world. It's not there. The rebbeinu shalom is not there in the world, and therefore all the netiyas aguf operate basically based on teva. So that's the teva of the human being. You want to go above the teva, but to go above the teva, you have to walk into the world of kedusha. So there has to be a way to transform. From the Tumor to the Kedusha. Of course, the person has to make a dorm. He can't just walk around free for all. But if he wants to be on the level where he doesn't need to have 600 uh, blockades in front of him. He wants to be able to be in the Malamench and be able to have Shemir Senai. He has to change what his interests are. What the Netiyas Aguf is, what the body is. You have to understand, it's a very deep subject. I don't know how much I want to talk about it now. Especially... Bachrum, but you have to understand a very simple thing. We think that a person who is a low life, 
who's nichshol uh, arayis. Let's say we'll take that very extreme case. A person who's uh, he's living in the oilum of Tivus Nashim. So we feel that person's having a lot of pleasure. He may be doing Avera, but he's having a lot of pleasure. Because Nafshashal Odom Mechamedosim, and he gets a lot of chiyus from there. And then on the opposite side of the spectrum, you have a person who's a Tzadik Gomor, and he's married to one woman, and all the Kedusha of Sazivu, Mamish, Vida Zoyar Mamish. So say, listen. Maybe he's going to get a big fat Olam Haba. But Olam Haza, this guy has, but he'll get a Gehenna. And this guy has a big Olam Haba, but he doesn't have Olam Haza. That's like a big mistake. Because the Taivas Noshim, the Sipuk that the person gets with the Taivas Noshim outside of the right way of doing it, is a Kesha Gufni. Only his Guf has Hano. That's it. There's Hano, but it's Kesha Gufni. A person who's able to do things the way the Torah wants, this is a kasha nafshi v'ruchni. That means the oinig. You have to get this clear. The oinig from the world of Kedushan is way bigger. It, it's like eno doime b'chlal. That's why taivas are called dimyan. Why are they dimyan? I feel it. Don't tell me dimyan. You know? Don't tell me I'm, I'm fantasizing. I feel the thing. It's gishma. It's a dimyan because it is a fake version of a much bigger type. When a tzaddik eats, the Arizal says, when he eats the right way, he gets like a ruchniistic chizr. Because the, the, the muzzin helps in the shovel. However that works, okay? That means, when the tzaddik eats, he enjoys the food more than us. Because we only have a kasher gufni with the food. He has a kasher ruchni with the food. It's a whole different ballgame. Like I told you before, this world is to get Tainug. Klali Sol is called an Am Midushne Oineg. You know what that means? Saturated with pleasure. Tainug. But we don't have Tainug from this. We don't have Chius from this. So our job is to build ourselves to have Chius from Ruchreyus. So not only when a person goes into the world of Gufni, of materialism. He thinks it's Gishmak. So number one, he's losing out on real Gishmak. Number two, he's a Gazan. Because the body wasn't given to you for your personal decision to go ahead and use it for your guf, for your own pleasures, your, your cash and guf. No, no, I wasn't given to you for that. Imagine the guy goes to the, to the safer turner here. He has to get something from on top. He can't reach. Pulls out the sefer puts it on the floor, steps on it, goes yesterday. What are you doing? Sefer it's, it's not here for your, uh, your stool step. So Noshim are also not here for your stool step. They're also not here. It's also a sefer It's also a sefer It's to create It's making a, a Besamigdash. It's making a, a, a Mishkan. No, but I enjoy it. Like, who really cares if you enjoy it or not? I wasn't created for you to take it for your personal enjoyment. That's not the thing. So for every bit of enjoyment that a person takes from this world, there's a price he has to pay. He has to pay a price. That's the tsar that he has to pay. So at least on Yom Kippur, when we have clarity, we have direction. Once we have direction, we know the destination we want to go. 
We understand we're going this way, and we want to go that way. Just the hakorah in the destination. And understand what the challenges of life are. And what way we want to move, that's already a person's life at the time. Just from that alone. It's a change of outlook and destination, which he's able to do it from the perspective of clarity because he doesn't have a goof on him now. That's the avoid. It's a very deep avoid. It's a very profound avoid. It's a very important avoid. But that's what we're doing, really. We have to change our relationship with the world around us. That's a very key thing. So we may not even be on the level to feel etzim harat. It could be. But we can feel general harat. General harat means a change of mind. A mindset. And to see it, the more a person is realistic. Again, being realistic is a dangerous thing too, if you don't know how to be realistic. Some people be realistic and then they, they, they become yuyish, they become broken. You have to know how to be realistic. Realistic is that we're born this way. We're born with these natiyas. We live in this world. So it doesn't matter if you're yeshivish or you're not yeshivish. Because you could be a baltaiva in the spitz yeshivish and madurus yeshivishkeit. And then you could be a baltaiva in madurus uh, fancy cars. So we think that like gashmias and taiva, that has to do with the cool guys, the guys that are not yeshivish. No. There's a big fat world of taiva and gufni and, 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 and thinking about yourself and living in this world without the abishtu and it has the most yeshivish madura to it. There's not enough game That's the world of Gufni. And how that Aver is going to look in your world and how it's going to look in his world, what's the difference? That's what it looks like. The guy's only thinking about his whole attachment to learning is how he's going to be something in this world. That means the whole Limud is a Kardun Lach Por Bo. You understand? He first decided that he needs a big purpose in this world and everybody has to recognize him. He thought about himself. He says, no, man, I think that would work for me, you know. Maybe after a couple of years he found out he's not as big of a London as he thought and then he got burnt down. He has a whole crisis, midlife crisis. But that's what he at least thought. So he found a place where it's going to be good for him. So that's, that's a kind of luck. But that's still in the world of Gufa. That's not in the world of Kedusha. But that doesn't belong to the world of Kedusha. That's still in the world of Gufni. That, but it takes time. To transfer from this world to that world, it takes time. So we need to find a place, if we can make a Kabbalah, where a person has a Pesachayches to Ruchis. He has a Pesachayches to Kedusha. He has a Pesachayches to Emuna. He davens, but he can daven much better. There's much, much more Madrigas. That's part of the dimly that a person lives in, that he thinks he's Kemat perfect. He doesn't understand when he says Slach alone, he says Baruch Hashem, they say it Beloshan Rabbah. Because at least the, the guy in the city, you know, Slach for the Eden, the Nebuch, the Eden that go to the city every day. He doesn't have Slach for me, for what? Ma'asiti. You understand? With Molay, with Tirutzim, and Amashlis. That's the way we are. That's the dimming that we live in. But that's the work we have to make. So, so, so Kippur is a day of waking up, seeing the truth, seeing the reality, creating a Shi'ifa, and then you turn to the Rachman Shemaim. And at one point, which I think is a very deep point, a very deep point, which can be understood now based on what we're saying. 
the Mekubalim bring down, and bring down from the Rishon, and bring down from the Raivin, something that's a Kabbalistic term, that says that on Yom Kippur, you have to dive into Hashem, and not to the Midus. This is a fancy stuff, but I tell you in simple layman's terminology. It's a very deep point. You see, HaKadosh Baruch Hu has certain Midus that he runs the world with. Lamashal and Rosh Hashanah, we call him a Melech, because that's the Anhoga, is Mishpat, Malchus, right? In Yom Kippur, the Midas Harachamim is very, very big, because that's how this whole process is taking place. So the Midas Harachamim is massive. So a person could say, you know what? I want to still stay in the Olam of Tumor. And I need a car, I need a house, I need a million dollars, I got a lot of things I need. So, and the Rachmah Shemayim is big. So let me tap into the Rachmanus of the Abishta and get what I need. You understand? Self-serving. That means he can be in Yom Kippur, but he's still in the world of Tumor and he's davening to get stuff. Because he doesn't want to change, he just wants to get stuff that he likes in his world. He knows that the Rabbi Shalom can deliver and today's a good day. A good day to click in to get stuff. That's the way he's davening. It's like a lot of people with betochen. It's a subject in itself. But they, they, there's a concept in betochen. If you betech Hashem, then Hashem will give you what you betech in it, right? So now I decided what I need to make my life geschmack, you know? I, I got a good taste. What should I do? Million dollars? Lo bishmili. I get at least a hundred million dollars. I can't. I can't. Right? And then I'm Boitech Bashem, and now Hashem, you're forced to give me what I want. I just manipulated you. I used Betochen to get what I want. There's a thing in Betochen. It, it had no shakas to the relationship with the Barisha, right? So this Kazem Musai. The point is, on Yom Kippur, we're trying to get close to Him. We're trying to live in the world of Kedusha. Now, in the world of Kedusha, you also need Caleb. You need to have Siat Nishmai with Habrusas. You have to have the Yishuv Adas. You have to have stuff also. In the Olam kedusha. you have to have Caleb. So, but then your Tefillah is coming from that place. But if a person doesn't want to change, he still wants to live in the world of materialism, and he doesn't have an ounce of an interest in changing that. At best, he says, maybe I should do a few better behaviors. So then his whole Bakasha is only turning to the Rachamim to get stuff. That's not Yom Kippur. So obviously this is big levels. Again, whenever we're speaking, we're speaking what it says in the forum that's talking high. But now we have to go down. In our own world, how much we can attach to this thing. The end of Ni'ilah is Hashem Bo'alikim. Shema Yisrael Hashem Alekin Hashem That's the punchline. The punchline from the whole level. The Rosh Hashanah, the Yom Kippur, that was the punchline. So that's the destination we're trying to reach. How much you could daher Hashem or the Kim? That's a, it's a, every person that's a different level. But that's the destination. That's where you're trying to go. That's the idea. So now from here you take the Yisoyedis and you think about them and you apply them in a miniature way that works for you. Not to be overwhelmed. The point is not to be overwhelmed. The point is to have direction. That's the idea. Okay? Machasim Atosha Gutkin Hashem.